This is Live to Lead Radio. I'm your host, Kristen Smith. Inspiring leaders want to break the excellence barrier by reaching greater heights. They are ready to unlock higher performance by expanding their horizons to capture sustained, desirable outcomes for both business and life application. But there's a problem. Many leaders today are tapped out, immobilized, and feel completely unfulfilled. Why? Because of unnecessary distraction and lack of the right support, leaving them completely off course. Live to Lead offers up the opportunity to gain insight, shift perspectives, and get inspired by listening to stories from everyday leaders just like you. I'm calling each and every one of you out right now to own your bold responsibility to lead powerfully today, tomorrow, and into the future. Are you with me? Good. Let's begin. start off by saying I'm sorry the last episode we recorded here was in the month of November I can't even believe it time is flying right I missed my whole holiday production my kickoff to 2020 episodes but I am here now with you in the month of February I saw this cutest little sign let me think where I was Oh, I even thought I need to take a picture of it. I can't, I'm totally drawing a blank. I think it may have even just been Walgreens since I visit there daily, but it said February, right? Basically having the word you in there, of course, that's not spelt correctly in the month of February, but the concept is there, right? The concept is there. So many people that are not in relationships start to shrug during the month of February because they think, oh my gosh, I don't have somebody. So what am I going to do and be lonely and just be in this corner with a bunch of cats. But the reality is the month of February is a great month to be reminded of the power of internal love, how important loving yourself is, especially when you're going through any times of transition and your work or your personal life. So let's talk about what it really even means to love yourself. You know, I think it depends on what generation you were brought up in. A lot of times we looked at in the past loving yourself as some form of ego or conceitedness, but in reality, it didn't really start to shift until I would say probably the last you know decade and a half or so where loving yourself is equally important as giving love. You have to love yourself to give love. You have to love yourself to receive love. And what better month, my friend, than this month, February 2020, to start to really dive into that place of just feeling the importance and being reminded of the necessity of honoring yourself, honoring your mind, your body, and soul. And let me tell you why it's so important to do that. I think all too often we give the power to outside conditions or people to be able to really honestly feel feel the validation that love sometimes gives us. Basically, if we are putting all of that expectation on somebody, then that's really unfair to them and it's unfair to us because if they come up short, then that's not necessarily fair because they don't totally understand the best way maybe to even love you if you don't have a clear grasp on how important it is to love yourself. But this is not what we're even talking about today. So Kristen is going off on this little rampage, which is not uncommon if you've been hanging out with me for some time now. 
But what I really want to talk to you about is how to make sure that your mind, your body, and soul is ready. And what do I mean by ready? I mean ready for change, ready for transition, ready for the joys of life, ready for the difficulties in life, ready for challenges, ready for enjoyments, all of those things. Our mind, body, and soul, I believe those three tiers, three pillars there need to completely be in alignment. And you know, some days you're your mind and your body are okay, but your heart space, your soul space, all of that is really hurting. But the reality and the goal is, is to keep those three pillars pretty equal. How do you even begin to do that and why is it even important? Let me start off with why it's important. I really believe that so often it's super easy to feel aligned in your mind, your body, and soul when life is going right, when life is smooth, when the pathway is flat, there's no bumps, there's no holes, there's no detours, everything feels good. It's easy to declare, oh my God, I am loving life, my mind, my body, and soul, all three jiving. But in reality, that could be an illusion just because things happen to be going right. But what happens, just what happens when your life takes a crazy turn? Then all of a sudden, your mind, your body, your soul, everything seems completely off course. And while I do think that if there's a big pivot that comes in your life, that those three pillars will be affected to some capacity, I do not believe that if you are right in your mind, your body, and soul, that when you have this major change come in your life, when you have this major pivot come in your life, that you will only be derailed for a short time. I do believe that. I do not believe that if your three pillars and those three focus areas are right and are ready, that you will be taking a long time to recover from what it is that has shifted you. I have been... I don't know if it's a default or not. I haven't even really figured that out yet. But I have been known to go through some uh, either tragedies in my life or some big letdowns in my life or major transitions in my life. And I've been able to really bounce back up pretty quickly. And the sad reality is that whoever was part of that experience with me, whether it was in my personal life or my work life, might feel like I was detached to the experience or the situation prior, that my heart wasn't all in it or my dedication wasn't all in it, my commitment wasn't all in it. And again, I'm talking professionally and personally because I was able to just like bounce up and 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 keep on pushing forward. But that's because I've done a good job, I really believe. Now, I've done a lot wrong in my life, but do believe I've done a good job with keeping my mind, my body, and my soul in alignment so that when I do have these pivots and these turns in life, I'm able to recover from them a lot faster. That's what I'm trying to talk to you about today is being in the place of being ready. Be in the place of being ready. Meaning that no matter how great your life is right now, no matter how terrible your life could be feeling right now, keep pushing on your mind, your body, and your soul. So in your mind, what does that look like for you? We have talked about this to a capacity and a few other episodes, but with your mind, what rocks your mind? What totally intellectually stretches you? What are you doing new What new information are you challenging your mind with? Are you in the everyday, same, mundane activity? Are you just feeding yourself the same stuff over and over again? Our minds need the opportunity to stretch. Our minds need the opportunity to grow. 
So what are you doing to challenge yourself in 2020 with your mind so that you can be ready with one of those pillars for happiness or for a screeching halt to something right now? So oftentimes we really come in this place of not taking the time that we need to grow in this intellectual area. So for me, I've talked about this before as well. I am which I haven't done a good job this the end of this 2019, but I'm definitely improving it now. But I'm really big about reading new information. I'm big about listening to podcasts. I'm big about listening to audiobooks in the car. I commute um, five days a week. And during that five days a week process, I'm listening to some form of audiobook or podcast. So I'm trying to intellectually grow my mind. I also try to learn at least one to two new skills per year that are outside of my normal professional discipline. So I'm gonna challenge you in 2020, the month of February, what is it that you are going to do to challenge and strengthen your mind? Let's move on to body. So I haven't always been dedicated with fitness at all. In fact, I used to dread the gym and I'm not gonna lie, like I still at times dread the gym and I'm definitely not that superstar person in the gym, so do not even get me wrong. I do now have a level of dedication that I would not recognize five years prior. I just wouldn't recognize it. I do value my body in ways that I never valued it before. I'm very aware of what I'm taking into my body. I'm very aware about making the trip to the gym. In fact, my daughter and I just joined a new fairly new club in our local area because we want to start taking some classes and just kind of going outside of our community gym just to kind of, again, challenge ourselves, but on the body side. So I'm very aware of what my body needs to function really well. Also, I have limited, and you guys know me, I love my glass of red wine. So those of you who really, really know me are going to be like, who totally kidnapped Kristen? Because I really probably have maybe two to three glasses of wine a month now, if that. So I'm very aware of what I'm putting into my system. It's very important to have a strong body. For an example, when life hits me like right in the gut and I go through something really painful or really stressful, unfortunately, my body reacts with not wanting to eat and getting very, very sick. Like my immune system will just shut down. I'll have so much anxiety and so much stress that I cannot eat. A recent thing that's happened in my life, it caused me to drop five to six pounds pretty rapidly. So for some people, that sounds like a really good thing, but it's really not that good of a thing. So I want you to evaluate where is your body? Where is your body right now? Does your body feel good? Are you treating your body well? Are you honoring your body? What's going into your body? And how are you prioritizing your body? Because when things hit you, good, like let's talk about good for a second. Hey, it's my show. I can say whatever I want. Let's talk about your body. So you're in a really good, healthy place right now. Let's say you're in a new romantic relationship or your relationship is thriving. You want to feel very good in your body. You want to feel good with your body image. You don't want to feel like you have a complex, feel less sexy, any of those things in your body, right? Because if you do that, then you're already putting some level of awkwardness in that situation between you and your loved one. So even when things are good, you want to feel good about your body. When things are bad, the first thing people do, whether they go through a breakup, they lose a job, you know, revenge body, all of these crazy things, which I'm so glad I psychologically don't fall into that category. 
but that is a motivator, right? That's a motivator for some people, but you want to feel strong in your body and good in your image. So when you do get hit with life things that are great and life things that are not so great, you are not losing your body image confidence. Be ready. That's the message of today. Be ready. Let's shift to soul because I always like to watch the time here. Let's look at the soul for just a second. For me, my faith system is very, very important. I put a lot of value in it. I actually... I would say I was a little bit derailed with being dedicated to my morning devotions here recently in the, about the last couple of months. I upped my prayer game and I upped my church presence, but I lowered for some strange reason my morning time with coffee and devotions. So I have invited that back in and what a difference I already feel. Whatever your faith is, I just ask that you consider to believe in something. For me, obviously, I believe in God. I channel in God's energy and presence into my life. I pray to him. I've hit the floor with my knees so many times here recently with some total lack of understanding with some situations. I really feel the immediate presence of God over my life. I know that because I've been building up my faith, that as I am challenged with both good things and bad things or not so great things, that I know that God has my back. So with that said, I want you to figure out how are you going to grow your soul space? Because when your soul space is tight, when your soul space is right, you're able to really just take a deep breath in, whatever's going on in your life, you can just kind of channel that in and know, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. And for me, I always say, I don't understand God, this shift in the plan. And maybe, just maybe it was free will. Okay. I don't know. I definitely understand that you're going to use this situation for good. And I can speak to that both on a great side of my life right now and a not so great side in my life right now. For the great side, my business picked up a nice company out of Orlando that I'm working with, and it's intellectually challenging, which I really, really love. I have to rely on my prayer and my faith system every single day because I want to be a good steward of the trusted journey that God has put on my lap. And so in order to be functioning at optimal levels, I need to give it to God every single day. Every single day, every single morning, I give it to God before I get out of my car and walk through the manufacturing organization that I am aligned with right now. On the flip side, the not so good, I recently went through a pretty tough transition. And if you guys know me, you know that I was engaged. So my life went from looking like we to now back to me. And I will say it was sort of kind of snuck up. And it wasn't something that I was emotionally prepared for. But what I can say is the three pillars of my mind, body, and soul, I was able to bounce from it. I was able to recover from it. I won't say that I'm fully recovered. Of course not. It was very recent. I won't say that I'm fully healed because I'm not. But I'm fully functioning. I'm fully positive. My faith is fully intact. My body feels fully good. A couple days, it was not good. I was completely down. But I'm good now. You know what I mean? And my mind, 
I'm able to, this is one thing that I do. I had to call one of my coaches that I work with this past week when I went through that transition. And I was reminded of something that I always give my clients to do. And it's very simple. Give yourself five minutes in the morning to just write down all your anger points. Why are you hurt? Why are you upset? Why are you so frustrated? And you set your timer. And then after five minutes, once that timer goes off, you're not able to go back to talking about that whatsoever because you've already utilized your five minutes. So it trains you. And then after a week, you take that five minutes down to four minutes, and then the following week, three minutes, two minutes, one minutes, and you get the point. That has been a great strategy for me just in the last couple days. So if you're going through anything emotional or really tough, do that. My coach also had reminded me that you can do that at night, but really at night, I've been just using that space for that gratitude. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much for all of these things. I know I'm going through a tough time right now, but thank you for all the things that are going right. So that's what I mean by my mind, how I'm preparing my mind. So I'm learning to chunk all my head chatter, all the monkey conversations, right? All the monkeys on my back, all of that stuff. And I'm trying to chunk that into five minutes for this week. Next week, it'll shift to four minutes. And then I'm also trying to keep my mind going with all the areas that I covered earlier on how I push my mind. So I like to keep this under 15 minutes. I'm totally over that time frame with you, but we haven't chatted since November. So I am just loving this piece with you right now, but I will wrap it up here in just a second. So yes, I shared a lot about my own personal journey today, my own personal story, but I just want you to understand that when those three pillars, your mind, your body, and soul are strong, you're able to really feel optimal levels of happiness. You're able to really feel so blessed, so appreciative of what is in front of you. You honor it more, you cherish it more, you want to grow with it more, you respect it more, you love it more because your mind, body, and soul are so in alignment. It recognizes what's amazing in your life right now, what's just absolutely unstoppable and amazing. On the flip side, when you're going through a tough time, personally or professionally, you're able to bounce back better, bounce back quicker. You'll notice that a lot of people, when you get to this place, if you're not already there, will say, wow, I admire you. You're an inspiration. You're so strong. How are you handling yourself? Because you made sure that you were going to build up those three tiers of life, your mind, your body, and your soul. And listen to me, my friend, our mind is dangerous. Our mind can cause us to self-sabotage and create the self-fulfilling prophecy and we can lose some of the best things that we have had or have recently had because we stay in our head. And that is not where you want to be when I talk about your mind. You want to strengthen your mind so that you're able to get out of your head and you're able to reserve your head space for intellectual growth and stretch. Your body space, you're able to recover more. I'm not going to tell you when you go through hard things that your body is just going to handle it no problem. Some people don't eat, that's like me, and you drop weight. Or some people overeat, they gain weight because they're emotionally eating. Whatever it is, some people get depressed, they get in a dark space, they don't want to get out of bed. Whatever it is that is your jam, the bad jam, right, when you go through tough times, recognize it so that you can build your body to be able to bounce and jump forward and propel forward much faster. And again, spiritual, get connected, get connected. Until next time, my friend, be unstoppable. 